Not Just Football with Cam Hayward is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesar's Rewards. Must be 21 or older. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Not Just Football with Cam Hayward. It's me, Cam Hayward. It's him, Hayden Walsh. He's wearing a shirt I don't like, but we got a lot to talk about, and let's jump right in. Hayden, how was your week? Uh, weekend was okay until Sunday. Uh, Sunday yeah. was a tough day. I did not like seeing the outcome of that game. Uh, obviously, there was some tough news today I think we should probably address. Matt Canada has been relieved of his duties. It's the first time the Pittsburgh Steelers have gotten rid of a coach midseason since 1941. So it's obviously something we don't do very much here. Um, what was your opinion when you heard it? What would you think? And how is the locker room taking the news? Uh, I found out like 8.30 this morning before my, my lift. And, um, you know, I think a lot of people, um, we, we think – Ding dong, the witch is dead, and it's supposed to be some something you celebrate. Um, I don't really look at it like that. Um, you know, Coach Canada was a guy who, um, you know, he tried and he was, you know, trying to get the offense back on point, and um, the points weren't there like we wanted. And um, we, you know, we all have to take accountability for it. Uh, and I'm not going to do that. Uh, but I won't ever celebrate anybody getting fired. I just don't think that's right. Um, because, uh, you know, I know how much everybody puts into this. I know how much um, guys study, coaches study, um, and how much they want it for their crew. Uh, but, you know, um, it's not my decision to make. Um, I will, you know, I'll write the ship and get ready to go for this week. I got to ask as a captain, do you think this move needed to be made? Um, I, I don't know. Um, only time will tell. I think when you look at the situation, uh, it comes down to execution first. Um, and any, any person who thinks just firing a OC and you're automatically going to get 10 times better, um, you're sadly mistaken in our game. Um, it comes down to execution at a high level. It comes down to, uh, everybody being on one accord. Uh, and so we'll see, you know, this week will prove a lot, but, you know, more weeks after that, we'll continue to keep um, pushing forward. But everybody in that offensive huddle has got to, you know, take take a hold of this. Um, you can't run from this uh, because if you lose your offensive coordinator, who are they going to next? Yeah, uh, and I want to talk about something Coach T said today, a little quote from him. Leadership is lonely. I don't run from it. I run to it. It was mine and mine alone. The tipping point is when I made the decision. I'm focused on this week's terms of the development of Kenny. Tomlin said, we're not urinating on the fire. Classic Tomlin quote there. We're getting ready to play football a game and win this week. This is our only agenda here. It's not a big picture in 2024 of all that. The organization is not wired like that. Is he the man who made this decision, or do you think this was a collective uh, decision between AR2 and Omar? I'm not in that damn room. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try and speculate of what happened. Um, Coach T is very direct in what he does. Um, obviously, you look at the last game. Um, you could simply say it's the offense, but man, we had a chance to win it on defense. Um, and if we get off that field one more time and give our offense another chance, you just never know what can happen. Um, but, you know, um, Mike T makes his decision. Uh, they're not urinating on a fire. I don't know what that means. But, <laughs> you know, I think when you look at the situation um, 
improvements needed. And uh, we can have to continue to just keep fighting back. Now we're six and four. Uh, can't run from it. Um, can't hide from it. And so um, let's attack it. Let's see what we can do because of it. Let's see how we can be better. Um, and it, and that's how you got to do it. You know, as a leader, um, the greatest thing for uh, being a captain of the Pittsburgh Steelers is you don't do it alone. Um, and we have a lot of guys that are able to do that, uh, whether it's TJ, myself, Minka, um, Najee, uh, Kenny's in a leadership role. Um, but everybody has a has a part to play in this. So uh, going forward, Mike T, he lays out the foundation, but it's up, up to us to follow. Yeah, I really just put that quote in there so I could read urinating out the fire. I, I just wanted to say <laughs> um, uh, one thing I'm curious about, though, and I and I wonder now that Matt Canada is gone, we've heard all the fire Matt Canada chants everywhere. Um, does this put a little more pressure on Kenny in the offense now that he's not there anymore and no more fire Matt Canada chants anywhere else? Can we just quit with the 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 chance, man? You know, <sighs> so I, I just want I, I want to focus on just football, man. And, um, you know, I know. Uh, heavy as a head that wears the crown. And, you know, uh, Kenny is the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, he's got the ball in his hands. And, um, of course, there's a lot that comes with that uh, because there's a standard uphold. Um, and everybody's looking to the guy with that ball in his hands to su- succeed. Um, so going forward, yeah, there's a little bit, there is pressure there, but it's not just him. It's the offense, it's the defense, it's the special teams. Um, the pressure only increases as you continue to win. Uh, I like to be in a city where there is pressure, where we expect more from each other. Um, so, you know, there might be pressure, but I think Kenny should um, embrace that. That's part of being a Pittsburgh Steeler. So don't run from it. Let's run into it. Yeah, offense hasn't been great this year statistically. Obviously, we know all the numbers. But I, I'm curious, as somebody who doesn't know the game as well as you, how much can really change? I'd imagine the playbook will stay the same, right? I guess play calling can change, but it's going to be a lot of the same concepts and plays, is it not? You know, I think you got to keep the same communication. Um, you're not going to go into a game and completely throw out the the uh, playbook and say, hey, we're starting from you know, you know, know, scratch. But there are some things we are doing right. Um, mm-hmm. I think our running game has improved uh, between Jalen and Najee. I think it has improved. And um, that's one thing we can hang our hat on these last couple of weeks. You play a team like Cleveland, you're able to run the ball. That is a big uh, thing going forward. But our passing game has got to improve. Um, and so maybe it's a philosophy of when we throw it, how we throw it, where we're looking. Uh, and so we'll see what happens. Um, but you know, the good thing is you got a running game that's really starting to find its way. Yeah, just just throw it over the middle of the field. I I I just feel so bad because oh everybody's always gosh. complaining don't, about don't. that. Just do it to shut everyone up, right? I guys, mean, just, guys, sakes, just shut everyone up and throw it let, over the middle of the field, right? Everybody wants to coach from the couch, man. Um, <laughs> I love our fans, but um, you know, if, if it was that easy, everybody'd be doing it, right? Yeah, and yeah. so um let's just there's growth that needs to take place let's not run from it and um you know whether it's the side of the field the middle of the field let's just win the damn game because if we had won that game this past week what are we talking about you know uh you find a way to win you get the seven and three man it stings but it doesn't sting as bad as when you win so um you know these past couple games we've been winning the same way and 
hey, with Pittsburgh Steelers, we're finding a way. I'm not getting off that train. So uh, there's a couple plays here and there that went their way. Uh, tipped your hat to them, but man, we still got a we still got more football in mind to uh, keep calling at this thing. Yeah, big divisional game coming up this week too. I mean, so you can you can get a chance to rectify it and get better in the division. But let's go back to Cleveland a little bit. A reaction to the loss. Obviously, Najee was a little upset after the game. There were some things about Deontay as well. Um, let's talk a defensive standpoint here. How do you think the unit played? Gave up the big drive late. I mean, that's the elephant in the room here. But how do you think it played yeah. overall? Um, you know, I think uh, our first drive and last drive uh, are our bi biggest mishaps on defense. Um, you know, I think first drive, we got off the field, wasn't a three and out, but they then pinned our our offense on, you know, the eight. And then you watch that first series with the offense, didn't really get going. Second series, uh, they ended up getting a touchdown out of. But at the end of the drive, you got to think we started having a lot more momentum in that second half. Mm -hmm. uh, we were able to tie up the game. Um, we were getting three and outs, um, and you just got to find a way to get off get off the uh, field. Um, you know, we I don't think it was as clean as it needed to be uh, penalty wise, but you know I think um, we needed just one more stop, one more stop. I know we got two stops late in that game, um, but as a defense, just be hungry for more. And um, you know, as a defense, you can't run from it. Uh, you can't blame the offense. Defense, we gotta we gotta get the stop. Yeah. Uh I am curious. That last possession, there was a play where Keanu Benton looked mm -hmm. like a, a call on defense was made. He made an aggressive movement behind the line of scrimmage on the defensive side, and then uh a delay of game was called. I thought the ref yeah. said a blunt motion, which if he did say that, that doesn't make any sense to me. What happened on that play? You looked like you were right next to him. Man, um, it's called stemming the front. Um, it's called showing one look and going to another. Um, it's been done since, you know, football was created. Uh, I don't get because the offensive, the tight end jumps, we're, we're the ones to blame. Um, you know, you look at that call, um, it's not the deciding factor, but, you know, the thing I hate about it. Before the game, there is a officiating review tape that comes in uh, to every team. And we were on the tape for um, the so-called um, delay of game when you're moving that's not a football move. That is essentially a football move if you look at it. You show one look. They move guys around. They show another look. What's the difference between that and an offensive lineman getting up and, and moving on the other side of the ball? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, especially this past week, they had um, extra offensive lineman. He started off in the backfield on one side, motioned to the other side. And the thing that's crazy about it is during this game, we had multiple stem calls. It wasn't called every single time. So they're picking and choosing when to call it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know that's, that's being critical, but – I'm critical of how I play. I and you know my players are critical of how they play. Why can't we be critical about how we call this game? Yeah, no, and that was a big play. I mean, it was a big momentum swing because they get the five yards forward instead of back, right? It makes the kick a yes. little easier, and that hurts. Um, I do want to talk about the offense though. Jalen Warren, man, that dude, explosive run play. You got to be happy with what you saw from the run game. Obviously, we know the Canada stuff. I also want to ask you, how much faith do you have in Faulkner and uh, help me? quarterbacks coach it's coach Sullivan 
yeah, they're going to be calling plays, running the system now. How much faith do you have in them that they can handle this? You know, one, I think both of those guys, and Coach Solom and Coach Faulkner, uh, they're very steady. Um, you know, just talking with them, it uh, doesn't feel like there's a high or a low. They're very even keel, uh, and you need that going forward, uh, especially in this situation. You're not looking for someone to just be very, you know, jumpy and all over the place, and you never know where they stay. Uh, but, you know, face there. Um, you know, Coach Falk's been doing it. Uh, you know, he's been coaching around the league. I know he's had uh, – he was an OC at uh, Ball State for a little bit, but, um, you know – we need to just continue to execute. The only way they look right is if the offense goes out there and does their job. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we can't just go into the game and say, oh, man, we lost. Now we got to play them Coach Falk and Coach Sully. Uh, that's not going to work. Um, the, the job gets done by the players on the field. Uh, and so we're looking to attack that. But one thing I got to say about Jalen Warren, uh, the the mighty mouse, I like to call him, because that dude low to the ground in an explosive as – I don't know what. And so um, props to that guy uh, getting the touchdown early in that second half uh, really got us going in that game and gave us a chance to fight for that game. Yeah, I agree. Momentum definitely shifted on that. That guy, though, man, I what is his 40? Because he doesn't look like he's moving too fast, but I've seen him break out a bunch of long touchdown runs, and he seems impossible to tackle. I don't know what it is, man, but he brings good energy mm -hmm. um and you know young guys like that uh him uh Joey Porter Jr, Keanu Benton uh th those are firecrackers uh and they're helping out our team and you know really getting us going all right so i got to ask you something did you see the Broderick Jones and Miles Garrett interaction on sunday i did not what Miles Garrett found a helmet and picked it up a steeler helmet and uh, Broderick said, if anyone shouldn't have that helmet, it's you. You shouldn't, uh, which I thought was pretty funny from the rookie going at Garrett. And Garrett had a nice response. He said, I'm just trying to be helpful. But I thought it was pretty funny that Broderick, man, Broderick knows the history of this rivalry. He must have watched the show with Larry. Man, Broderick's a guy, and he is all about everything. Um, you know, we still got some more to do with him, but – I, I love the way Broderick embraces everything about being a Pittsburgh Steeler. Um, and he ain't running away from none of that. Uh, and I know he, he's going against a guy like Miles Garrett, who's, you know, one of the top guys at, at, at his position. But uh, Broderick is a guy that uh, I'm looking forward to seeing continue to dominate and continue to keep growing and be a part of these rivalries in the AFC North. Hey, you think uh, they went co-OCs so no one can start fire whoever chance? Can't it be fire Sullivan, fire Faulkner. It's got to be both. Just uh, just do the fire cam chance. I like that. I want to fire you, huh? Okay. Go, go the fire cam chance. Um, so I can just be like, bring it. Bring it right, right here. All right. If you want to embrace it. All right. You got a big <laughs> one this weekend, though, man. Bengals yeah. lose Joe Burrow, so you're playing another backup quarterback. That shouldn't really matter. Obviously, we saw last week it doesn't matter. Uh, mm -hmm. What do you see from the Bengals, and how different is that offense? Obviously, it's different uh, with the new quarterback. You know, uh, they dealt with a injury to Joe Burrow, who's now done for the season. But um, the thing we got to get back to is getting off the field. Uh, three and outs are huge in these games. Um, you know, we got to get our offense the ball more and more times. Um, what they're going to do to counteract our pressure uh, is run the ball with Joe Mixon uh, and get the ball out of Browning's hands quick. We got to be gang tacklers on the run game. Um, we got to be tight to these guys in the line of scrimmage. 
uh, and make it time, make it tough for them to keep throwing those quick passes. And if we can do that early on, then we can light our hair on fire after that. But man, um, the recipe uh, that everybody's going to try and follow is run the ball, run the ball. If you don't have success, throw it quick. So uh, we got a lot to do, but looking forward to stopping it. What's frustrating is you guys stopped the run on Sunday too. I mean, I mean, it yeah. did a pretty good job. Held them under four yards to carry, and the Browns can really run it. So that's obviously a huge key uh, going into Sunday. I mean, I think uh, elephant in the room of a new offensive coordinators too. So please just get a 400-yard gain and a 30-point game just so everybody will stop talking. You know, um, <laughs> let's just outscore them. <laughs> let's just outscore them. Like, I don't really care how it gets done. Uh, I'm in it for the wins, not the stats. Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns reward credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using code OMAHAFULL and then place your first bet. Up to $1,250. If you win, great. You keep those winnings. But if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer must be valid, must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 wage only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount or qualifying wager return only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. No one to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with the Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through the Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537 or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right. Well, do you want to you want to lead us into this next one, this next part? I know, you know what time got, it is. I know you've got a lot to say. So we've not discussed this once. Obviously, Michigan's been in some hot water. I'll allow you to go and say whatever you'd like, and I'll respond. <laughs> well, you know what time it is. It's time to preview the Ohio State-Michigan game. Um, man, we've been circling this on the calendar since last year. Um, it hurt to watch my Buckeyes lose last year um, and then go on a run uh, and trying to make it back to the, the national championship, losing to Georgia. Um, but, man, got to make a stand here. We're going on the road, going up to, to that team up north, and – Got to get it done. Got to get it done. Uh, Michigan comes in with uh, a really good running game, um, a seasoned quarterback. Uh, but with that, I think we have more guys available this time. Last year, no um, uh, Jackson and Jibba, um, you know, and I think we had some other injuries as well. Trayvon Henderson didn't play, but um, it's going to come down to defense for me. Uh, the Ohio State defense has got to step up. The Silver Bullets have got to get going. Um, and if we do, we can have some success. Not even going to mention them, huh? Not going to mention Uncle T, Connor Stallions, oh. <laughs> Harbaugh, none of it? Not even going to mention it? I mean, it's fine. I'm I'm okay with it, but I'm giving you the opportunity to mention it if you'd like. I mean, I don't think it matters. We can go back and forth on that, but I'm shocked you didn't take the chance. You know, I, I tried to remain pretty classy in that. But since you want to bring up Uncle T, uh, Uncle T is probably um, handling the buffet this week because uh, Harbaugh can't be on the sideline. But, uh, man, I, I, I don't really focus on that stuff. I think that stuff, you know, it's it's all fun to talk about, but it, it really doesn't have a say-so who's going to win this game. Um, you know, I was always told when you enter this rivalry, uh, one yard – amounts to three yards. Um, a first down amounts to three t- first downs. Um, you know, the points just mean that much more in this type of game. Uh, the inches and, you know, the big plays uh, can really be momentum uh, game changers in this game. I thought last year uh, there was a point in time where I think we were up like like 17 10. I think it was 14 3. Um, I think it was 14 3. And you went for it on it, fourth down and Stroud. No, we history. didn't go for it. We oh, no, you're right. He, well, he went for it once and didn't get yes. it. Then he, then he had fourth and one again and didn't go for it. That's yes. Right. That's right. In this game, you've got to be aggressive. And, um, you know, I love Coach Day. I love what he's bringing, but this is the time. Um, let's not wait for, you know, the college playoff to say, hey, we're going to be aggressive in everything we do. We have to get off the bus. We have to get the ball to Marvin Harrison as many times as you can because that kid is the best player in um, college football right now. I think uh, he is. Don't don't lie, dude. Oh the dude's gosh. balling every single You don't one. even watch college football. Michael I do. Pen- Michael Penix Jr. has been really good this year. Bo Nix has been great this year. Like Maserati Marv, which is what Gus Johnson calls him, is is an amazing player. It's going to be a top five pick, but he's not been the best player in college football this year. He's been the best player. No, no. He's been if the you best were player. if you were not a Buckeye, you would definitely not be saying that. He's been the best player. No, he may be now. He may be the best NFL player down the road, but he's not been the best player in the country. He's been year. the best player. No, no. I mean, he's watch Michael Penix player. play. Watch. I mean, there's a there's a number of guys who have been just as good, if not better, on their team. Bo Nix has been amazing this year. Like, 
I mean, you just only watch one segment of the country in football. You don't watch the West Coast. You're not staying I'm up just thinking about. I'm thinking about that gif or that meme where the guy takes off the headphones and is just like, turn that crap off because nobody wants to hear you talk about anybody else but you're, Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison gets the job done. He is the number one player on everybody's board right now. If his name was Jacob Smith and not Marvin Harrison Jr., he would not be considered the best player in the country. The he name is. helps. The name the helps. Name ha- oh, don't do that. Helps. Don't do that. Don't he's run a great away player. I'm not denying he's not a great player, but I think there's been other guys in the country who've been better. Dude, like the kid at Florida State, Keon Coleman, has he's been just as good as, as uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. this year. He's been amazing this year. The the three receivers in Washington are all really good. Like, there's a bunch of great receivers. All, I'm not saying he's not a great good, player. But they ate Marvin Harrison. Let's get yeah, that. They don't straight. have the name Marvin Harrison. If if one was named Randy Moss Jr., you bet it would be he would be so a top. You know, you know what's crazy though? What? When you got a name like that, what happened? Gotta live up to it. I you got a target on your back. I you got a target on your back. Player. I did not so say when that happens to your target and you're still the best player on the team every week and week out. Yeah, you are the number one player. Uh, no, that doesn't count. Yes, That's not, yes it no. is. They're no. circling your name every no. single week, and Marvin Harrison is saying, bump that, I'm still going to ball out. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. No, let's be real. Marvin Harrison, and this goes for Michigan as well. Michigan and Ohio State have played like a half a good... Well, you guys played Notre Dame, who I don't even know how good they are. But like Penn State's not very good. We can both agree on. And now Penn State isn't very good. I mean, we All both I heard beat them. When we played Penn State, is I don't know. Penn State's back. They're going to shock you guys. The what same happened? thing was said to Michigan fans. I'm just saying, watching them play, I think we could both agree they're not a very good team. They can't throw. Let me ask you this too before we get out of here on this. How much of an advantage do you think the sign stealing was for Michigan the last two years against Ohio State? I think, I think it definitely is different. I think it definitely plays a part. Um, when you look at the games, um, everybody can scout, right? And everybody has should have the same scouting. I can look at them and say, oh, they run this. They run these certain plays in this type of scheme. 
But when I say, oh, that signal is called, and then I can relay that to my defensive coordinator as they go out, and I hate this. I hate this in college football. You can look to the sideline and, you know, you have to do the the, the you can change the call that way. Just get a damn green dot. I, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand why we have to continue to deal with this. It's because everybody has different helmets all over the place. And NCAA is funding through all, all different helmet partners instead of just having one way to get the communication in and out. And you don't have to worry about it. Don't you don't have to worry about the cheating aspect. Mm-hmm. But all these signs and stuff, man, what are we doing? Like, you look stupid on the sideline when you continue to look at all these different ways you're supposed to know um, a different play is being called. And I think the insanity of this may get us to that point, though. I mean, it, this is insane. We've got a staffer on the sideline of another school, uh, whatever else Uncle T is funding, who knows? So, like, I mean, there's a lot going on there that I think eventually, just like you're right, put a dot on their head and let them – let them hear it through the coach. Uh, quick bet. You got anything you want to bet on this? Are you How confident are you in your Buckeyes? Do you want points? You want me to throw you some points? You want three and a half points? Hey, bro, hey bro get out of here. Don't don't ever give me with that point crap. I mean, if you need I'm points, sorry. I'm just saying to make this a fair bet points. to you. I mean, it's been ugly the last two years, so I'm just making sure. If you want wow. the points. Wow. Hey, you want to talk about when I was at Ohio State? What really happened? Bro, that was 10 years ago. And You're what happened? in the past. And what happened? You faced Brady Hoke. We've had this conversation before. Okay. <laughs> you, Rich you Rodriguez and Brady Hoke. Okay. And Lloyd Carr. And Lloyd Carr. Don't, don't forget that. You did get one year of Lloyd Carr. The, just yes. an and I got a touchdown that year. Nightmare. So that was not against Lloyd Carr. That doesn't count. That was against <laughs> Brady Hoke. Uh, anything you want to bet? What's the bet this week? Uh, You want to just go uh, a jersey or... Uh, article of clothing of the other, yeah. The other so the next show we got to wear something of yes. Ohio yes. State. All right, all right. Yeah, that's fine. We can we can make that work. I, I can send some stuff your way. I have yeah, you make to send some stuff. It actually might be funny too if I have to wear your stuff. So send something actually your size and make me wear an oversized. Well, we have a jersey. There's actually a picture of you in my jersey. I don't think it's a jersey. I think it's a, <laughs> it's a shirt. But whatever. It's the, doesn't count. Doesn't count. <laughs> We're gonna get back to that, guys. Yeah. We got to get Hayden back in some Ohio State stuff. All right, so Some loser, little. loser wears the other's uh, shirt next episode. Yeah. All right, deal. Not, not your. I'm not wearing your shirt though. I'm not wearing. No, your well, no. Shirt. I think that should be it. I'll send you one of mine. <laughs> you send me one of yours, and you have to fit it into my shirt. I think that would actually right. or buy a shirt my size. We're gonna get it done. All right. I believe in the Buckeyes. Right. Thank you guys for listening to the episode of Not Just Football. I'm Cam Hayward. He's Hayden Walsh. We'll see you next time.